If you're ready to get honest answers on all of your health and fitness questions and learn how to hit your goals smarter and faster, then you are in the right place. Welcome to Gym Geeks Radio. Welcome to Gym Geeks Radio. I am your host, health club owner and personal trainer. My name is Chase Jenkins. Thank you so much for listening to Gym Geeks Radio. And today I'm going to teach you how you're going to eat more food, lose more body fat, and grow more muscle all at the same time. Completely reshape your body, have your hormones say a big, loud thank you, and just feel great. You'll sleep better, you'll perform better. Uh, and it really can be done. I do it with many of my clients once they are ready to do so. This is one of the things that I love having them get to, and they all just kind of look at me in amazement like, is this for real right now? And sometimes, you know, maybe we go too fast, we lose, uh, we have a little bit of uh, hiccups here and here, but here and there. But on the whole, uh, what ends up happening is they grow more muscle, they're, they're feeling great, and they're eating like double. And sometimes I've had people go to triple the amount of food. I've seen people go from eight, 900 calories a day, clear up to 3,000 calories every single day. If you just did that without doing a reverse diet, just jump straight to that, you would gain some body fat and you would not have positive uh, uh, health effects from that either. So um, there's a way to do this and it doesn't really, it, it's really not that complex. We definitely dove deep and to give you a little bit of background and so you can really understand these things. Uh, but a reverse diet is not that hard. Um, it, it's something that's just really, you move your volume up and you move your, you move your calories up and consistently over time. I mean, you if you know how to do those things, you don't have to listen to the rest of the episode. But uh, if you want to learn more, we're going to dive super deep into a reverse diet and, again, teach you how you're going to eat double or triple the amount of food and lose body fat. seems paradoxical. seems like it doesn't. Uh, it wouldn't make any sense. But science says otherwise, and we've done it with many, many people. We've done it ourselves. Um, and it is a glorious, wonderful place to be to pretty much be able to eat uh, as much as you want or eat to fullness at most meals. And again, we're not uh, uh, gorging ourselves and we're not eating a lot of processed foods and, and a ton of desserts and cakes and all that kind of thing. But we're, we're definitely full and satisfied uh, and, and our training is so much better and our body is just changing before our eyes and I know you guys struggle with being hungry on a diet and I know you guys you know, feel deprived sometimes on your diet and this can be your solution um, if you are ready to do so and there's certainly some prerequisites that we're going to cover uh, towards the end of the episode uh, things that you need to do first to get yourself ready if you don't do those you're probably not going to have as much success so that's going to be really important as well so we're going to dive right into the episode and I want to give a big shout out um, to our friends at LRX Apparel um, they have been a supporter of ours, uh, both of the podcast and us personally. Um, wonderful friends, uh, great company, uh, and they, I believe they just released their American collection. Um, they all have a message behind, behind every single uh, collection of clothing uh, that, that they release with every drop. Um, and it gives it gives a meaning uh, to something. And I know obviously you know uh, our clothes when we put on you know some, whether it says something on the front or whatever they have some meaning for us. But these really really do do that for us as well as they send out challenges to help us grow as people. I love that company. Check them out at LRX Apparel on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter. And use code for you f o r y o u at checkout at lrxapparel.com. Let's get in to reverse dieting. 
Okay, here we go on reverse dieting. So this is one of um, the most under-talked about topics, I feel like, um, in health and fitness. I thought there for a while it was catching a little bit of wind, a little bit of traction with uh, our Instagram influencers and the game and stuff, but um, really never really got super popular. Um, I think part of that is people get interested when they hear the name, but then they hear what you actually do. Uh, and they, they get scared. They get scared away from it because they think, well, that's just going to make me gain weight or um, any number of things, which isn't true, especially if you do it right. Um, but reverse dieting is an amazing, amazing tool to have in your tool bag. Um, this is how you're going to prevent um, that rebound, uh, whether you go about things the right way or the wrong way or what have you. Reverse diet is uh, as a great thing to, to help you uh, increase your metabolism and undo any damage you may have done. Um, and again, if you do things the right way, it shouldn't be too much, but the fact remains, sometimes it happens. Um, and sometimes that's just necessary. So knowing, um, why this is important on the other side of, of a diet or a cut or whatever you want to call it, um, a concerted effort to lose a little bit of weight, um, within a, a small time frame, reverse diet, this is what you have to do. So here's the thing. Most commonly people have struggle or they struggle losing weight, uh, because they want to eat because they get hungry um, because, and, and again, this isn't the right way to do it, but um, sometimes they cut the calories a lot and they get super, super hungry and they're diligent, they're motivated, whatever it is, they're able to, to keep going for a while, but inevitably they break because they just can't take the hunger. Um, and part of that is because their calories are too low. And consequently, if their calories were super, super high when they started, uh, sometimes they would be much more successful. Now that that is obviously not uh, including people who uh, their hunger signals are all messed up from from years of overeating and eating a lot of processed foods. And again, another danger of processed foods, they hijack your hunger signals and they make you think you're hungry and you need to eat when you're really not. Plus, they make you overeat while you're over or while you're eating them. So stay away from processed foods once again. But um, it's hard to eat that few of cal- calories for a lot of people. Um, and again, part of that is just learning to to make friends with being hungry it's okay to being hungry um this is where guiding somebody um and uh somebody that has experience having a coach to help you uh guide through some fasting and things of that nature and just explore those feelings um and understand that they're not going you're not going to die um they're not dangerous you're going to be okay if you don't eat for a little bit um but get a control on that hunger and and understanding your hunger signals but uh, at the end of the day, it would be better if those were just weren't so extreme. And how do you get to that? How do you get to where you can eat three, 4,000 calories a day and not get any body fat from it? Well, this is going to be through a reverse diet as well as a few other things. And, and another big piece of this uh, is, is people's metabolisms generally are pretty slow when there's somebody who has been yo-yo dieting for years and years and years. Um, or even just, you know, a couple months, if it's, if it's very extreme, it can really cause a lot of damage to your metabolism. Um, so this is also the most common reason why people regain weight that they've lost is they did it in an unsustainable way. Um, and inevitably there's a rebound on the other end of that where you're hungry and you binge or whatever. But even then, if you don't do it the right way, and let's say you, you are super ultra dedicated and you know what, man, I don't care what you say. I'm going to stick to it. Even if it's hard on the other side of it, as long as I lose this weight, well, one that sucks, that's a really sucky place to have to be. But two, uh, your metabolism has been damaged because of the way you went about your diet. So this extreme, um, 
calorie cuts and, and extreme cardio and exercise and all of these things, uh, our body has to adapt to that somehow. It's going to adapt to it by slowing down our metabolism. Uh, so again, a reverse diet is going to be the way that we are going to repair that. Um, so going forward, even when people do things right, they don't realize that there is a lot of or a little bit of damage to be undone. Um, and on the other side of their diet, no matter what you do, if you're cutting calories for an extended period of time, um, no matter how well you do it, um, th- it would just be a great idea to do a reverse diet out of that as well. And of course, the best place to start a diet is with super high calories. If you're eating 4,000 calories a day, taking 500 off the top of that isn't going to be much of an issue because you're still eating 3,500 calories a day. You're going to be all right. And then you can go for another 10 weeks and still be at 2,500 calories. That's more than most people can eat without gaining weight, especially the people that have yo-yo dieted for a long time. Um, Now, obviously, that takes some work to get there. uh, But that is the best place to start. And when you reduce your calories for an extended period of time, what happens is your mitochondria in your body, the things that that make energy inside of our cells, they get more efficient. So they have less to run on with the same amount of jobs to do. So they have to get more efficient with what they're given and which is less calories. So what that turns out to on the whole is that you burn less calories and that is not what we want. We want to be um, as inefficient as possible. Now that's to an extent. And again, if there's anybody on here that's academic, you know, don't send any hate mail to me, but, um, there is mitochondrial efficiency and all that stuff that, that needs to be talked about and understood um, in the academic space. But for the average person, you just need to understand that um, basically what happens when you diet is that your metabolism slows down because your body's trying to get more efficient with the energy that it, that it has been given. And the longer that we go and the more calories that we cut, the more we force our body to keep reserving calories. Now, it cannot stop us. You know, obviously, it doesn't have as many resources now. It, and, you know, we're feeding it less, so it has less fuel in to run on. Um, so it can't stop us from exercising and, and doing all these things. You know, your mitochondria can't go up to your brain and convince you, you know, whatever yourself is psychologically and talk to you and say, hey, this is a bad idea right now. I don't have a whole lot. So it can't stop you from from exercising and do all these things. But what it can do is shut down things like your energy, your motivation, all that stuff. And and you feel like crap. It goes through all these other processes and messes with your hormones. Anything that is non-essential for function and staying alive, it will shut down. Even if it's not healthy, it will shut those things down. And and the result, you feel like crap. You struggle losing weight. Your metabolism is very slow. And this is where most people find themselves on top of the psychological stresses of cutting extreme calories. And it's a sucky place to be for both your health and your psychology. Um, So rather than put ourselves in this place, or if we do find ourselves in this place, there is hope. Um, So I put almost all of my clients on a reverse diet pretty much immediately once their macros are balanced. Once we get to this place where they have good control um, over their macronutrients and they're comfortable tracking, uh, you know, however that looks for them. Uh, you know, my first goal is to get their calories as high as possible, find out kind of what their upper, upper limit is right now with the amount of muscle tissue that they currently have, uh, and do a reverse diet and get those calories up. Uh, and a lot of great things happen. Now, obviously, I don't do that with people who's, you know, super, super high calorie, um, but most people aren't eating enough or most people aren't eating very much. And this just comes at the, at the expense that they're, they're trying to lose weight. And that's why they're not eating enough. Um, they just always have, you know, most people think that you need to eat as little as possible. Um, and that's going to help you lose weight. Now, uh, 
what's going to happen when we get on this reverse diet, you're going to build more muscle. Um, you're going to enjoy a performance boost from your workouts. Uh, your hormones are going to rebalance, and that is an amazing feeling. And just uh, your energy, your sleep, uh, all these amazing things just, just happen, and you feel so good when your hormones rebalance. And we create room on the other end of this as our calories go up and up and up and up for a bigger uh, or longer cut or whatever that, that can be much easier to do. Um, so this is super, super important. And we talk about uh, uh, you know the, the hormonal issues and the things that, that are really plaguing us as a society. And I would suspect you know just by statistics that 60% of you suffer from a chronic disease or something that are almost all based uh, in our diet and, and the corresponding hormonal uh, um, consequences of the way that we eat, you getting on a reverse diet, boosting our metabolism, lifting weights, growing muscle. This is the, I don't want to say it's the answer, but in my brain, it's a pretty dang good answer. And I know a lot of doctors and, and, and researchers that 1000% agree with that. Um, little side note, I can't wait to talk about muscle as medicine from Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal stuff there. And all this stuff is really going to come into play in the future. But uh, at the end of the day, you're probably thinking, you know what? I would love to eat more food and not gain weight. I would love to eat food and lose or eat more food and lose weight. And a lot of times that's what happens. As those hormones begin to rebalance, we begin to uh, have this kind of powerhouse for fat loss. When we talk about the T3, the, the thyroid hormone. By the way, if you have thyroid issues, a low-calorie diet is the, probably the worst thing that you can do, even if you do need to lose weight. A low-calorie diet is a, is a stress on the body. When I say low-calorie, I'm talking like six to 1,200 calories. And, and, of course, that depends on your size. But eating lower and lower calories is not a great thing, by the way. Probably avoid grains, too. Just a good little quick tip there for you guys. But let's get down to brass tacks. Let's talk about what we have to do. How do we do a reverse diet? How do we gain all these great benefits? How do we eat double the amount of food and lose more weight? It really doesn't seem like like it would make a lot of sense. And actually, um, before we get started on that, I do want to point out we're going to link in the show notes, um, and we can we can I can DM you guys this link if you really want to want to read it and you can't find it in the show notes. But um, there's there's a scientific paper um, that is just phenomenal. It is it's so so good. It's it's as far as scientific papers go, it's fairly easy to read. It's very well laid out. Very well written, which again is rare for um, you know a research paper, but that's called metabolic a- adaptation to weight loss, um, and this is implications for the athlete. So they they were studying physique competitors and people like this, but they have a similar type of diet um, in a lot of cases to to how many people go about losing weight, just in terms of the calorie perspective. Um, so I'm gonna link that, and it is I mean it'll just blow your mind. You will with every point that they make, you'll just go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. This is crazy. This is what I've been, and it just builds, and you just can't believe it. It's one of those things when you read it, you want to share it with everybody you know. You just want to force everybody you know to read it. And again, there's going to be a lot of words. If you're not um, super keen on a lot of sometimes scientific jargon, um, I think you can make it through it, but I would highly recommend I know it's not a super uh, interesting you know, story or anything that, that can really capture our attention, but if you want to understand this, Man, it is so so beneficial just to at least you know gra- or, or glaze over this uh, and, and 
pull, there's going to be so much you're going to be able to pull from it. Um, so we're going to link that in the show notes. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal paper. Uh, and without any further ado, let's get to it. Let's talk about a reverse diet. So how do we do a reverse diet? Uh, the first things first, uh, you have to have balanced macronutrients. If you don't know how to do that, you got to listen to the last episode. We, we completely uh, went through that whole thing. And obviously, um, just a quick refresher, protein first, have to have our protein at an appropriate level, and that's pretty much never going to come down. Um, during your reverse diet, this is a good time to help you start to move that up and up as well. Um, as you know, your meals are also going to get larger, so or you know what, whatever way you do it, but it, it's sometimes a little bit easier during this um reverse diet to be able to increase your protein intake with a little bit more ease. But uh, basically what you're going to do once you have your uh, macronutrients in a balanced position, whatever that looks like for you, I know we said uh, before your carbs and your fats, um, I think I said they didn't necessarily matter. They do matter, but um, individual to individual, they're going to be very, very different. Uh, But from there, you're basically going to increase your calories over time. and it's it, the important thing here is it has to be super, super slow, and it has to be regimented. It has to be scheduled out. You have to know that this week I'm only eating 1,900 calories. Next week and for the two weeks or the week after that, for the next two weeks, I'm going to be 2,000. And then for the next two weeks, it's 2,100 and 2,200 and maybe an up 100 every two weeks. And there's going to be individual variances where some people can go up faster. Some people need to go up a little bit slower. Um, but the key is that it's consistent and it's slow and there's evidence out there to support a massive spike, um, initially, but the way that we really like to do it is the slower approach. It's easier on the person. Um, it's a little bit less scary. People have less aversion to it. Um, and you can also take your training volume up with that and really grow a lot of muscle, um, transform your body, sculpt your body. Um, and, and you're going to feel great as it goes along versus, you know, just stuffing in all this food all of a sudden with the other, other method. And again, there's studies to show that it works. Um, and, but just pragmatically, practically, um, for you as just the average person and not somebody that, that lives in a lab or, uh, this crazy physique athlete, this is probably going to be the easier and better way for you to go about it. Um, so we are going to, as our calories go up, let's say we are starting place where we're at 1800 calories a day on average, um, and that needs to be fairly close. You know, the average can't be made up of a 400-calorie day and a 3,000-calorie day and a 2,800-calorie day and a 500-calorie. Like, let's get get some consistency. That's also very important. Um, uh, and we're going to increase our volume uh, as our calories go up. So we're starting at 1,800 calories. And let's say we're doing 15 sets um, four days a week. So that puts us, what is that, 60 sets a week. So our total training volume is 60 sets a week. um, And we're going to move up our calories next week from 1,800 to 1,900. Now we're just going to go from that 60 sets a week, so in in, in 15 uh, sets per workout, uh, four days a week, we might do 17 sets a workout. So we're adding in another two sets per workout, and now we're at 68 total for the week. Um, And we just keep doing that and go up and up and – Basically, every time you move your calories up, move your volume up. Now, if you get to the point where your volume is at like 30, 35 sets of workout, I mean, those are going to be pretty long. Um, Maybe you don't have that much time to get in the gym. This is when we put more of an emphasis on, um, one, changing up your rep ranges. This is a great time to do that. This is the best time to start going heavy. Dip down in those two to six 
ranges. Ladies, I'm absolutely talking to you. Talking to you two fellas, but ladies are usually guilty of avoiding this. Two to six reps. Pick a weight that makes the third rep so freaking hard. This is a great time to do that. This is going to you're gonna have a little bit more hunger and you're gonna have more calories to fill that hunger with that um, as well. I don't really know what that is actually that whenever you lift heavy uh, for you know three, four weeks in a row, you just get this insatiable hunger all of a sudden. Um, but I think it's a nervous system thing, and it's kind of what it boils down to. Anyways, moving our volume up as we move our calories up. And then once we get to this place where, let's say, our volume is is super high, it's, it's getting a little bit um, to where we're a little bit exhausted at the end of the workouts. We definitely want to avoid that, or our workouts are getting too long. Um, that's when it's time to, again, change the rep ranges, work on execution, work on great sets, uh, great reps, every single rep needs to have the focus like it's, it is its own set. So focus super intensely. Doing those workouts is a great time to practice those things. Um, switch to more compound movements. If you are if you say you're doing telling me you're doing 25 sets, doing five sets of squats and, you know, 30 freaking, you know, kickback movements and sidestep lunges and all this stuff and you're not doing a lot of volume. Volume is also... You know, the, the amount of, of levers, a.k.a. joints that are moving at a time, and there's a more complicated equation to that. Um, but start switching to more compound movements. Include more compound movements before you move your volume up and up. Um, so we know that we, we're going to get to this kind of upper limit on our volume, and, and you may add a day in there as well. Um, and we're going to get to a place where probably we're eating a good bit of food. We're pretty full. Um, after most of our meals, but the important thing through this whole process is the scale shouldn't be moving up a ton. It may move up a little bit, that's okay, but if you make a huge jump and you jump three pounds in, in a week, that may be a red flag. And again, with volume going up, you might gain, your your muscles are going to store a little bit more fluid basically inside them as energy stores to be able to better prepare for that next high volume workout, but it's not going to be a crazy, crazy amount. Um, if you see large fluctuations on the scale, you're probably going too fast. Um, you need to slow down with your reverse diet. So slow, 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 have great workouts. We're fueling our performance. It's a great time to build muscle and dip into those heavy, uh, heavy sets and those lower rep ranges. Um, so volume again is more than just the number of sets. It's also, um, the stress that we get from our workout, um, it's any number of things. So pay attention to that as well. As, and, and, you know, like I said, the exercise um, selection. But why do we do that? Why do we include the and move this training volume up? And why are we such a fan of doing it this way? Um, is this burns the those extra calories. So we're, eat, we're eating an extra 100 calories every day. You know, and this is going to give us uh, extra fuel for our training. Yes, that's great. But we're doing five more sets uh, this week or eight more sets this week. Um, yet, and that's going to burn off most of those or a large portion of those extra calories via that weight training. And that weight training will send a positive hormonal signal, which also is going to build muscle and speed up our metabolism. So we're getting it from both ends, which is a great thing to speed up our metabolism and change our physique. Now, a little caveat there. As we do this and we grow this muscle, muscle is the protective mechanism that prevents us from rebounding on the other side of a diet. So we get done with the diet, we lose all this weight. If we lose fat-free mass, aka muscle, 
there is like a 90% chance uh, you're more likely to regain the body fat that you lost. You work so hard to do that, but when we sacrifice muscle because all we do is cardio or we don't want to exercise at all and we just cut our calories, we eat 600 uh, uh, calories a day, it's going to come back. Not to mention, you probably already feel like crap. This is why so many people are so unsuccessful and we yo-yo diet and, and we rebound. And every time we do that, we damage our metabolism more and more and more and more. All kinds of crazy, you know, terrible health benefits. So you get thyroid issues. Um, there's there's problems with insulin that happen with that, especially you know, given what the rebounds sometimes look like. It's not a good place. We have to make sure whenever we're doing any type of diet, that we are preserving muscle, that the main goal is to keep as much muscle on as possible. And if you're doing pretty much doing some form of weight training, if, if you're doing resistance training at least two times a week, and it depends what it is, again, you need to be following a good program where you're doing mostly compound movements. Uh, but if you're doing that and you're eating a decent amount of protein, like we recommend half a gram to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight every single day, you're going to be safe. Your body's not going to sacrifice that muscle. Um, so I don't freak out and worry about it. If you're in that camp, you're probably okay. Um, that's more for the people that think that they don't need to lift weights to, and they just want to be on the treadmill all the time to lose weight. Um, that's not the best way to fat loss. It may get you there a month faster. Maybe who knows if you get there at all. Again, like I said, it makes it more and more difficult, the more muscle that we lose because our metabolism slows down. So that curve is trending downward as we're losing weight and our potential for weight loss is going down with it. Um, so we had to make sure that we are protected um, from a rebound and that we, we have a more sustainable way. And so this reverse diet allows us to do that. It allows us to pack on volume because we're going to recover better. We have more nutrients. We have more energy or hormones to rebalance. And again, all this awesome stuff. Now, how long do we do this? Basically until... One, you don't want to do it anymore. You want to hang out where you're at. You're like, dude, I'm eating 3,000 calories a day. I am good. I do not want to add more volume in the gym. I'm solid right here. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Now, if you get to the point where you are, it seems like you, know, you can sometimes feel when it's your upper limit. You're gaining weight. Um, obviously, that is a big red flag that you are done with your reverse diet. Um, but it's, it's usually a feel thing. Um, I've had people do this for as long as 20 weeks before um, and kind of started to see their upper limit. And again, it's gonna, a lot of this is dependent on how much muscle you carry. So if you don't carry very much muscle, you may um, need to kind of slow down a little bit. You may need to kind of take a pause, stay at the calories that you're at, try and build more muscle with that, um, and, and just have great training and allow that process to carry out over time um, with consistency. Uh, but you know, if you're if you're a very large individual, if you you carry a lot of muscle, you know you can do this for a lot longer time. So keep that in mind as well. But you're gonna know you're gonna know by how you feel. Um, and like I said, if the scale really goes up, and keep in mind, muscle will add weight to the scale too, and that's a great thing. That's a great, great, great thing. Do not worry if the scale goes up and you look in the mirror and you're getting some more shape and you're you're feeling really, really good and you're getting stronger. If you're getting really strong in the gym. Um, now if it's going up more than a pound a week, you're probably not building that much muscle. Um, so, um, be reasonable about it. I think most of us can reason ourselves through that and understand where to go from there. Um, now remember slow, 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 slow. That is the main thing. You have to do this as slow as pretty much as slow as you can. Um, and like I said, 50 to hundred calories every two weeks moving up and then your volume going up. 
um, with that. Now, here's the thing. This is not an excuse to start eating junk food. What you will absolutely royally screw yourself with is get your calories up and one, maybe not get a lot of hormonal benefits because of the processed stuff that's going into your body, but give yourself a sugar addiction, give yourself a food addiction because you're able to, because you have all this room to eat all this yummy food that you usually deprive yourself of. Um, and again, don't provide, don't, don't deprive yourselves guys. Come on. Don't do that. That's not fun for anybody. Um, but this is an excuse. This is not a good time to eat junk food. Um, because now we're doing this because we're thinking, okay, on the other side of this, I'm going to be able to diet a little bit better. It's going to be a little bit easier. Well, guess what? When those calories get a little bit lower and we're used to eating Pop-Tarts for breakfast every single day, uh, it's going to be really tough. It's not going to be fun. And food addiction is a real thing. I don't want to accuse you, but most of you probably have a food addiction. When we got shut down in quarantine, man, did I get addicted to sugar very bad and it's still tough on me. It's still tough. Still having a hard time um, kind of kicking that. And I'm, you know, I'm me. I'm a health and fitness professional. You know, I do this stuff for a living and, and I, I can see it and identify it and know where it came from and it's still hard. Um, so don't think that that you're special and you, that I'm telling you guys, food is addicting. It's so, so addicting. It's very, very controversial for people to say that sugar is more addicting than things like heroin, but um, there's evidence that says that it is and it's a, it's obviously a social stigma thing and there's all kinds of stuff that gets into that. And I've done enough sociology in my life, so I really don't want to talk about it, but just tell me food. Let me tell you, food is addicting and giving yourself somewhat of a food addiction and, and you don't have to demonize it. You don't have to look at yourself like you're a terrible person. And, uh, and that's with anybody who's addicted to anything. I actually, I think we really need to, as a society, jump on that, quit in that stigma, uh, with addicts of all kinds. Um, but, um, especially food, we put enough labels and stuff on our food already. So let's not, not go there, but, um, definitely be careful. Don't eat a bunch of junk. It's great that you can now enjoy some tasty food here and there, but put it in its place, um, feed your body, um, and, and use your food as a tool to help you be healthier and enjoy all the other areas of your life that can bring you so, so much joy. Um, and a last few, uh, notes here. This is a time to grow muscle. I just want to reiterate that, um, growing muscle great workouts, strength training, compound movements, uh, but this is not a bulk. You're not doing a bulk. Uh, this is very, very different from that bro term that when people say bulk, usually when they say bulk, they say they're they're trying to just, they're just eating a bunch of garbage. My favorite term in the world, I was actually texting my brother about this the other day. He was, he was, he's getting back into working out and stuff and uh, talking about how he's, he, he's wanting to grow some more muscle and, you know, really get back up, get back up in size again and, and talking about bulking up. And, and I said, whenever people say the word, uh, dirty bulk, what I hear is I'm an idiot. I have no idea what I'm talking about and I'm going to eat a bunch of garbage in hopes that the, uh, it somehow on the end result turns into me growing a little bit of muscle because I don't know how to do it. Uh, so Dirty bulk, whatever that means, I get what people are saying, but this is not what that is. You're, you're not just eating a bunch of extra food. This is regimented. Um, this is scheduled. This is according to a time frame, um, and it's for a reason. And again, if you guys um, are in any sliver interested, I highly, highly recommend going checking out the paper that's linked in the show notes. Um, and very touched on your weight should, should remain fairly consistent. Um, but your body composition changes will probably happen. That's the best case scenario that you grow muscle 
And because your metabolism is speeding up from that and speeding up from your reverse diet, you also lose body fat as you eat more and more food. That's the golden calf right there of, or of, of reverse dieting. Eat more food, lose more body fat, grow more muscle, lower body fat percentage, feel great, sleep better, hormones rebalance, changes your life. And you're not, not on a diet. That is the best thing in the world. Um, and if you are coming off of a diet or you plan to go on um, a calorie-restricted um, kind of stand of four to six weeks or whatever you're doing, your reverse diet should be 50% as long as that cut with 100% of the dedication. So 50% of the time. So if you do four weeks, your reverse diet should pretty much be two weeks. But if you do something like 10 weeks long, at least five weeks of that should be a reverse diet. Or just keep going. Keep on going. If you're having great results with that, keep it rolling. Um, I think everybody wants to eat more food anyway. So, um, And there's always the, the undertone of this that this needs to be with whole foods. You need to be eating. If you're not in a place yet where your, your diet is 80-85% whole foods, um, then then you're you're not ready for that's your reverse diet is not your next step. So you need to make sure that you're eating these whole foods um, and this is where these extra calories are coming from. Um, so that is very, very important well. But all in all, reverse diet, it's it's so such a powerful, powerful tool. It's pretty simple. Um, if you don't know anything about macros, if, if you're really new to fitness, um, if you don't know what training volume is and all those things, it can be a little bit intimidating. So take the time to learn those things. Take the time um, to to follow a great strength training program with compound movements, um, sticking in your rep range, same rep range uh, all the time. Um, have great contractions. We've done a couple podcast episodes on what makes a great workout. Do all of those things first. Get good at those things um, and get your whole food diet in. Make sure that your diet is made of whole foods, controlling for calories, start to learn about macros, work with those things, get your protein intake up. That's a must. It needs to be there. Um, and again, could do an entire episode and we plan to on why your protein, optimizing protein is important for our health, for our longevity, for our performance, and for our physique. And once we do that and we can kick off the, the reverse diet then, um, one, you're probably already seeing a lot of great physique changes. And two, you're really going to be off to the races. Um, and it's, it's just a beautiful place to be when you have a fast metabolism, you're growing muscle and you're feeling great. Um, so give a reverse diet a try. If you guys have any questions, um, if, and again, I know this is a scary thing, so we want some reassurance. Feel free to shoot us over a DM. We would love to help you. We'll see you next time. That's it on reverse dieting. Thank you so much for listening to Gym Geeks Radio. If you haven't already, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Gym Geeks Radio. And please write us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Google, or Spotify, wherever you are listening. That really, really makes a huge difference in our numbers and our ability uh, to to get this information out to more and more people. And speaking of that, the best way to do that, at least that we have seen for us so far, is take a screenshot of an episode that you like, um, throw it up on your Facebook and your Instagram story, make sure you tag us in it because we want to show you some love and definitely say a huge thank you whenever you do that. Um, and without anything else from me, I hope you learned a lot about a reverse diet. You're very, very excited to try a reverse diet and again, if you guys have any questions, hit us up, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jim Geeks Radio. See you later.